That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. Has anyone here ever seen sheep in action? Sheep like to wander around a lot. If you give them an acre, you'll find sheep all over that acre. If you give them 10 acres, you'll find sheep all over that 10 acres. They're like little kids. They just wander around doing what they please until something bad happens. I remember when my oldest boy was four, I got him a bicycle. And he rode it up and down the alley in the afternoon after I got home. One day I went to work, and while I was gone, he took the training wheels off his bike, and by the time I got home, he was riding his bike like a pro. Unfortunately, he also liked to wander like a sheep, and I would occasionally get a call from a friend or a family member to let me know that he had took off on his bike and was over at their house. That boy definitely worried me back then, and now that he's much older, he worries me even more. Matthew chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angel always sees the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly, I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. I think it's interesting to note that this sermon comes right after the disciples were arguing about who would be greatest in the kingdom. There were children close by and Jesus uses them as an example to tell us that whoever humbles himself to the position of a child would be greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever would recognize that they are simple like a child. They're helpless like a child. They have the stature or merit of a child. These would be the ones who would humble themselves before God and are able to repent and are able to believe in Jesus by faith. When it says that there is more rejoicing over finding the one that went astray than over the 99 that never went astray, this is an illustration of God rejoicing over one repentant soul that is found. The illustration, however, isn't stating that there are 99 who never sinned, but rather there are 99 who never repented. That's why there's no rejoicing over them. It's similar to the prodigal son in that the son who stayed at home saw himself as better, as not needing the father's grace and his self-righteous attitude and pride was his downfall. It's also interesting that this parable talks about finding the one sheep instead of herding the sheep collectively. God deals with the church collectively within a set of parameters, but he also deals with us as individuals. Since God has no limits, he has plenty of time to pay attention to you specifically. God has the desire to see you personally repent and follow him as Lord. And if you do, he has a specific purpose for your life to be lived for him. This is the reason why we keep the homeless shelter open instead of sitting at home watching reruns on TV. We want to see broken lives renewed. We want to see lost sheep brought into the fold. We want to see sinners repent and have a turnaround in their life. Nothing could make me happier than to see someone saved. 
the problem isn't that the message of the gospel is too difficult, it's that we live in a day when men's hearts are just so hard that the seeds we plant bounce off most people. They think they have all the time in the world to deal with the gospel of Jesus Christ. The cemeteries are full of people who ran out of time and never repented of their sins, and they're in the continual torment now because of it. Don't let time run out on God's patience towards you. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kekakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center, where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.